hand. I'm going to get a piece of paper for you to put this to put your paper on. All right. There we go. So let's hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to the span of your life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes Solomon and the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry, saying, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things. And indeed, your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. So, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will bring worries of its own. Today's trouble is enough for today. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. So I just want to give... Um, a short testimony. My name's Andy. I'm married to Raj, and it's um, it's great to be here. And I just want to give a very short testimony about worry, because worry is a massive thing at the moment in this world, right? And so, uh, I have always struggled with worry ever since I was very, very small. Worry has been something that's been on my mind ever since I was I was young, and the reason for that was because my mum was a real worrier. She worried about everything, so I worried about everything. And then the reason that my mum worried was because her mum worried about everything. And the reason why her, I could go on forever, right? I could, I could be here all day, because it goes a long way, right? It goes like to Noah. And uh, so I, I was brought up in a very sort of worrying, anxious, fearful house in many ways. And I could just remember my mum worrying about absolutely everything. There was not one thing she did not worry about. In fact, she worried when she didn't worry. You know when you're a worrier, when you worry when you're not worried, you know, well, there's nothing to worry about. There's nothing to worry about, I must panic. And she was um, particularly fearful of being in the car with my dad. So 
three children in the back. He wasn't a terrible driver, just want to say, but the three kids, myself included, were in the back of the car, and uh, my dad and my mum were in the front, and my mum was like, all the time, like, watch out, watch out, Vic. That, that was his name, by the way. Watch out, watch out, careful, careful, careful. Don't do that, no, no, careful, careful, careful. And like, we were still in the driveway, right? We haven't even started the car. <laughs> And so I knew that I had an issue. I knew I had an issue. Uh, yeah, this is serious. So growing up, I had loads of worries. I worried about school. I worried about what I looked like, how I sounded. Did people like me? Didn't people like me? All sorts of things were going on my mind all the time. And um, anxiety was a real part of my life. And I was really, really self-aware, horribly self-aware. You know, when you're really shy and I had social fears, I didn't want to talk to anyone. I just wanted to be alone all the time. So I really, really struggled. And then I had a panic attack when I was in my late teens. And I ended up in A&E. And I needed to have sort of help with that. So I really have been on a, like a, a journey to find out how in God can I be free of anxiety and fears? Because in God there is freedom, right? Well, I mean, we declare that all the time, but we want that to be a reality. And it came home to me when I had children, and guess what? I found out my daughter had terrible anxieties. And so when she was about six or seven years old, she would, I would be reading to her at night, and she would be like really quiet and I could tell that there was something on her mind. So I'd say to Nina, I'd say to her, yeah, what's wrong? And then she'll go through this whole catalogue of worries over and over again, loads and loads of worries and she couldn't sleep. And it's horrible being a parent of someone who can't, you know, can't live in peace. And it was really, really difficult. But then I decided, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to say, that's enough. We're not going to have that in our house. And we're going to break this chain of generations of people that have been worrying. And so whenever she was going to worry, I said to her, stop. Let's change the way we're thinking. So I'll get her up and I'll, get, I'll teach her some scriptures. And I would say to her, I want you to repeat after me, I am not going to worry. I'm not going to be afraid. I've not received a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. I can do all things through Christ, that I can do all things through him who's with me, that Christ lives in me. And so I got her to do this over and over again. And it started to, and you could see, you could see in her face, and you can see in her heart that the fear was going. And she's not perfect, and I'm not perfect, but we're in much better places. So just to say that the Word of God is really powerful, and I just want to encourage you. We're not very good at memorizing the Word of God, but I want to encourage you to memorize some of the words of God, particularly about our identity. And what I do, and I know it sounds really strange, but every morning before I get up, before the flood of fears and worries and anxieties come on me, I say, I'm going to stand up and I'm not going to have fear today. I'm not going to be anxious. I'm not going to be worried because I'm going to believe what the truth of God is about me today. And that really, really brings me so much freedom. So I just want to encourage you to do that. Good morning. Can you hear me? Is it on? Yes, it's on. Do you mind if I bring this lectern down? I'm going to break it. Oops. Isn't worry a horrible thing? Anybody enjoy worrying? It's horrible, right? It robs us of so much. And a lot of what we worry about doesn't ever happen, right? 
My daughter, she'd worry about, like, especially when we started another term at school. I may go in. And she'd worry about going back to school, even though she'd been doing, been at a school for the last few years. And then she'd go to school and come back all happy and jolly. There was no need to worry. It was such a waste of her energy. But it was a battle. And I love how the word of God covers an area that we all have battled with. And we're different personalities. My husband and I are very different. He's, we, we often joke, he's the word and I'm the spirit. So he's more of a thinker. So often people who are thinkers are probably more prone because they're so aware of themselves and the environment. And I'm more of a feeler. So something has to happen to make me feel worried. So we're, we're quite different. And we were doing lockdown, um, my, I felt the Lord say to me, start doing Bible study with my kids and get the word of God and just spend time in the word with them. So I was like going, well, how, Lord? I wasn't brought up in a Christian family. I was brought up in a Hindu family. We never did Bible studies. And my husband was brought up in a Methodist family, but they, his parents wasn't, you know, didn't do Bible studies. So I was going, God, how do I do this? And then I came across this teaching saying, whatever you read in the Bible that morning, in your own quiet time, teach your kids. I thought I could do that. I, t- I can do that. That fits. It's not an extra job. So we started to do a Bible study during lockdown and just started... Just looking at the Word of God, we started with um, what I was reading, and then we decided to go on the Beatitudes, and this is where the scripture of the do not worry comes from. And so my son, who is in year six, had to go back to school because it was his last year before he went to secondary. And he came back and the, uh, from school, and we were sitting down, and the, the, the reading was, do not worry. Now, in my head, I know Nina, my daughter, worries, so... I know she's going to have a load of things she's going to say. Well, my son, I just assumed he doesn't worry because he's just so laid back. I mean, so laid back to the point when he was little, he didn't bother crawling or walking until about 16 months. And my friend said to me, is there something wrong with him? Because boys are normally full of energy. He was like, sitting there, just eating. So he's so laid back, really laid back. So I just thought, oh, Sammy's more like me. Don't worry. So we're sitting there, we read this verse, and I say to them, I felt the Holy Spirit ask them, what do you worry about? So Nina reels off all these things, friendship, school, blah, and so I go, yeah, and, we, and then my son, who I'm thinking is going to say, Xbox, or, <laughs> do you know what I mean? You know, winning, the, winning cricket or something. He turns around and says he's worried about getting an illness. And I'm like, well, Why? I was, it really surprised me. And he went, to, he went to school, back to school, and there was a kid who had alopecia, that means his hair fell out. And I think it shocked my son. And the lie, the enemy comes with a lie, right? And the lie that came in my son's heart was that might happen to you. So he was worried about it, and it was a genuine worry. So I thought, well, God has given me tools. And the tool that worked for Nina was the, the scriptures. We actually, Andy wrote scriptures and put it, she had a bunk bed, so the scriptures was on a ceiling. So she was like literally surrounded by the word of God. And it really worked, that worked for her. But I'm different. So what works for one may not work for the other. So if you're a bit more like me, not prone to worry, this might work for you because we all have some time in our lives when we worry about stuff. So what works for me is, is my relationship with the Lord. So I'd said to Sammy, look, I want you to imagine Jesus is with you. Because he is. He says, he's Emmanuel, God with us. 
So imagine he's right in front of you. So he closes his eyes, and I said, can you see the Lord? And he goes, yeah. I want you to tell Jesus about that worry. So he closes his eyes and says, Jesus, I'm worried about losing my hair. And if you saw my son's hair, he's got the biggest curls on his hair. He's thick. I mean, it's the last thing you think. You, it's so ridiculous, some of the things we worry about, right? They're so ridiculous. You're thinking, why am I worried about that? It's a lesson. But it was real for him. So he just says, I give you this fear of losing my hair, of getting an illness. He's, you know, so he's doing that. But it doesn't just stop with giving Jesus those things. It has to be we've got to have something else. Okay? So he gives Jesus those things. And then I say to him, ask Jesus what you want me to have instead of those worries. So he says, Jesus, what do you want me to have instead? Beautiful ashes. And, here's, and Jesus will say different things. Peace. Don't worry. I'm with you. And so he would hear the Lord saying, we had to do this a few times. Sometimes we do it once, sometimes we have to just keep doing it until the, it comes to the heart. And that's what Jesus was saying in this scripture. He said, look, look up, guys. Look up. He says, don't worry, look up to the birds. Look up. Keep, there's just images of birds. Look at that. Look at the beauty of spring. God can do that. God can do that and create such Amazing things. Look at that. Isn't that lovely? I've got a seed. Do you see the seed there? Look, if God can do that, how much more? He's trying to say, Jesus is saying, you're more important. You're more important. And you've got to remember, I'm a big God. And I'm a dad that absolutely loves you. I am for you. I'm not against you. And I want the best for you. And if I can do that to a field... How much more? How much more? We, the problem with worry, it takes our eyes off the Lord. It takes our eyes off the Lord. And who wants you to have your eyes off the Lord? The enemy, right? Who are you going to choose to believe? Who are you going to choose to focus? And so that's why I say, I give God those worries. But I also take... I receive what he wants me to have. We've got to exchange. We've got to let go. We've got to let go of the worry. It's not good enough to say, stop worrying. You know, you know someone says that. It's so annoying. You go, I wish I could. But we've got to replace it. You've got to let go and let God. But then let him give you something else. And that's, that's what I love about the word of God. God has covered every need that you have, guys. He knows. He knows you're going to have worries. But he's saying, keep Lift your eyes back up. Just take your eyes off me. Get your eyes back on. So today, I want us to not just hear about stuff, I want us to practically do this. So I want you just to close your eyes. The team are going to come around at some point, but we're going to give you an opportunity. Because I can talk to you and tell you, we all know this stuff, but let's do something about it. Would you like to do something about it today? Right answer. <laughs> So I have bought some um, post-it notes, okay? And we're going to hand these out. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. So these post-it notes and, uh, are going to be the worry. And ask the Lord what that worry is, okay? You can write loads of stuff. You can write behind it if you need to, okay? But I want you today, actually, before the Lord, because the Lord is here, 
is to write down those worries. Okay, and parents, would you help your kids? Because we want to teach the kids, we want to disciple them now, so when they get adults, they know what to do. So my kids now know what to do when they start to worry. And then what we're going to do is, we're going to have this beautiful cross. I'm looking for Helen. This cross is going to come here. There's Helen. So we're going to have the cross here, guys. We're going to get you out of your seats and active. So we're going to have the cross here. And I want you to write down your worry. Today we're laying down the worry. Anybody want to let go of that worry? Yeah? Want to let go of it? So we're going to write down what that worry is. We're going to ask the Lord what it is. And then we're going to come forward once you've written it. And then I'm going to ask you to post it. Put it on the cross. Okay, no one's going to know it's you. Don't write your name or anything. But post it on the cross. Because that's where it belongs, right? A bit chaos now. Everyone's listening. <laughs> it belongs to the cross. The, cr- the cross has taken it all. Jesus has come to take your worries. You don't have to have it. Let God worry for you, okay? Those things matter. Let him do it for you. And then once we put our worry on the cross, Neve and a couple of the youth are going to give you a heart. Which I want you then to sit in your seat and ask the Lord... What do you want me to have instead of that worry? Because we want to make that great exchange today. Your father loves you too much and he doesn't want you to worry. He doesn't want his children to worry. So he's going to give you something and I want you to write it down and take that home with you. And that is your promise. And when that worry tries to come up, you remind yourself what the Lord spoke to you, that living word. Amen. He might give you a scripture, which if you were a thinker, memorize. So, Corey's going to play some music or something. Oh, just to say, once you put your heart, once you picked up your heart and asked, if I know worry for some people is a big thing, okay? Are we listening? I know worry is really big, and if there's stuff that you really would like prayer for, my Garpe team would love to pray for you and stand in agreement. Like with Andy, it's a generational thing. It was years of worrying. And if you all relate with that, well, the team is at the back, will be standing at the back, and they'd love to pray for you to break off any generational stuff, to prophesy over you. So if you do feel you want, it's, this thing needs to be prayed, you need to pray with someone, please go to the back, and the team will be there after you've collected your heart, okay? Thank you, guys. Thank you.